Hey everybody, welcome back to the DC Beer Show. Boy, I got a really good show today. I'm pretty excited about mm. this. Uh, I'm sitting at City Winery, which I know y'all are going to be like, why are you at City Winery? It's a beer show. Uh, and I'm talking to multi-platinum selling Grammy-nominated hip-hop group from Louisville, Kentucky. Y'all from Louisville, Kentucky still, right? Good Most of us are, yeah. Most of you still? Yeah. I'm here with Nappy Roots. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, man, this is exciting. How you doing? So uh, y'all probably know Nappy Roots from great songs like All Now, Poe Folks, and uh, Good Day, which I love that song. Mm-hmm. I got to tell y'all. Uh, yeah, a new song came out just, uh, just about a, a week ago, ago now. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Thank you. It's got a really good groove, Thank man. Thank you. Um, okay, all right. But DC beer fans, like, why, why do I have Nappy Roots <laughs> <laughs> here? Why, why, this is a beer show. Why are these guys on here? And the reason is these guys are brewers. These guys are brewing beer. Uh, They are currently on their Great American Beer Run tour. Right, So we're going to be talking to them about beer and some other exciting beer-related stuff you guys are working on. Yeah. Right? Uh, So your brewing company is called uh, Atlantucky. Correct. You said it right. Tell tell me where that comes from, (laughs) Atlantucky. Well, Atlantucky is pretty much, you know, between Atlanta, where two of us stay, Scales and myself live in Atlanta. And um, Kentucky, where the group started, where Still and Clutch currently live in Louisville. Yeah. And right. so, um, you know, it was just kind of a little thing that we just had of, you know, where are we from? I always always ask us. And I would just make up this thing up called, you know, this is a little myth- mystical <laughs> area that, you know, it's cool and country and just, you know. And so, you know, being that we just live in that world of us just doing what we do as Nappy Roots and we do what we want to do every day anyway. Yeah. And we just w- decided one day, not necessarily out the blue, but after we made our first collaboration with Monday Night um, Front Porch, we was like, man, we can probably, we're going to, you know, as we're getting older, we got to figure out what we're going to do with our, our career and our lives, even when the rap career is over. So um, yeah. why not start a brewery and and um, have something cool? And so, I, you know, it just kind of came out like Nappy Roots. It's like Atlantucky. It's Atlantucky. this other cool little branding identity we have now that we can actually have in the craft beer world that people can recognize and know us for our efforts in the craft beer world other than just being nappy roots right right and, and don't get it twisted this just didn't come out the blue we've been <laughs> drinking for a long time right right, <laughs> right. We well let's let, tell me a little bit about that how did the connoisseuring so y'all y'all started as 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 craft beer connoisseurs got into that right and then you got into the brewing is that the way it that's the way most f- f- flows for most folks, right? You start started drinking good partying beer. in college as yeah. buddies and started yeah. Nappy Roots, and we was always drinking beer, always. Like. Yeah. And then, of course, liquors and, and other things. And we fine-tuned our palate in other places, but as far as the beer, it's always been a part of our whole DNA as Nappy Roots. Really? Like, since we first met, it was weed and beer, yeah. wow. you know, and hip-hop. And, and, beer, and being that there's a few of us in the group, like, beer kind of... Is a way of identifying you like skinny drunk Michelob. We knew that, mm-hmm. that that's who he was. He drunk Michelob. Um, Steel and Prophet would drink Fall City. That which is was is a craft beer. We didn't even know it was craft beer. This huh. is the mid nineties. Uh, it's a Louisville brewery called right. Fall City. And you know, and I might was drinking Corona, trying to be fancy. So you know, we all they kind of identify who you are, and we all drunk something different. So over the years, you're right. We just kind of fine tune our palate. And to this day, we still walk in the brewery, and we all get something different. Wow. You know? And that's... So just to recap, we <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Code 45 mm-hmm. to um, Michelob to Fall City to um, getting fancy with it to Coronas. Mm. So here we are. So... Yeah. So when did the real craft stuff start for you guys? Like, when did it... When did... You know, y'all got successful... 
Right. You know, you had a, had a successful band, put out a record, then you got signed to Atlantic, then you put out a multi-platinum <laughs> record, which right. must have been crazy. Was that, was that a point in the career where you kind of switched from the Corona is fancy? No, no, no. No, no, It had to be later on, though, yeah. like far as the big transition. Right. Right. Well, we're talking about all of this was in college when we met up, you know, yeah. was, was fine to a But since, like, like you said, you know, yeah, we, we, we were getting the expensive stuff. Yeah. You know, but Fish Scales mainly was the guy who turned that new song, if you ask me. In the recent years, yeah. In the recent years, yeah, because I, I always had to have a name brand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anything about pouring it out the tap. You know, right. Like, give me a crack a bottle open or something like that, or a can, but uh, yeah. Fish Scales is like, man, you can supposed to drink it in a glass. You know what yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I would say that that probably started um, around 2008, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stayed in this, in downtown in Atlanta, and there was a store up under me um, that I would go down and get beer sometimes, just regular beer. And like, you know, some hard times I had $5, so I would go in and I would get this one beer that cost a dollar and 50 cent. I get two <laughs> of them, that's $3, then a pack of blunts and uh, for $5, but it was Session. The, uh, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the little um, Session beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, not the I, style session, but the, but the, the brand session. But the session. brand session, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I would start buying those because they was a dollar and fifty cent. And, and one time I was checking out, the um, store owner said, "Let me know if you want me to order you a different style of beer." And I'm like, "Order me beer." I didn't even know it was that many types of beer <laughs> that I could just choose from. So that kind of set me on the path of like, okay, let me find something different every time. Let me go tell him to order this. And and that was like 2008, just drinking for a couple years. Found Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. You know, this is in the early days of yep. Blue Moon. Yep. And I went in the bar one time to order Blue Moon. And the bartender said, if you like that, then you'll love this. And they gave me a whole garden. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so that really put me on a path. Like, every, not only is it different brands, there's different styles that I could choose from. Right. And there's so many different brands within each style. So, you know, that just put me on the path to searching. And as the brewery started opening more and more, we started to visit them. Like, every uh-huh. time we do a show, we'll find a local brewery. And um, slowly but surely, we all got into it, heavily into uh-huh. it. And, then, and one of the main things is uh, being in a studio in Atlanta, recording our first record at Tree Sound, uh, Sweetwater had a keg of beer. Yeah. yeah. Right <laughs> in the studio. Tell. Yeah. Just tap and pull, pull the beer out. So right. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Come with your country boys, you know what I'm saying? Come yeah. from Kentucky. And you got something that you don't, you, you just pull the handle down, uh-huh. fill up your cup at any time, and then you give it more all, right. all day. All it changes everything, <laughs> doesn't it? It changes everything. If so, you, so, Sweetwater, yeah. shout out to Sweetwater from Georgia, man. Yeah, all right. I was going to say, if you think about it, craft beer has always kind of been around us. Yeah. Whether we was paying attention to it and they called it that. Right. Mm-hmm. It didn't have the name of craft beer in the early 2000s. It was just beer to right, us. Right. But then there is this, you know, this this little higher level of of once you become aware of that's what's out there. Yeah. Then you now you start looking for it and then it's everywhere and it's the craft in itself is what makes the whole craft beer phenomenon uh what it is in my opinion. Like We've been drinking beer, like I said, since college, but to know that there's layers to the onion is what makes it interesting. To know that you have choices, and it wasn't as many choices back then either. You know, um, we was buying beer from gas stations, so, you know, they mm-hmm. might have had Budweiser and Miller. 
I remember and, um, PBR being in there. PBR, <laughs> PBR, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, and um, was around the college. So believe it or not, we wouldn't. We we had got to a point where we wouldn't just. Are we at a point where you're not just drinking just to get drunk? Right. You're drinking to be like, okay, let me see if I can figure out, you know, why this beer is so good. Yeah. Why we like this beer? Are you, you're drinking um, seasonably? Yeah. Right. You, know, you do your stouts and quarters and then fourth quarter. You do your. Mm-hmm. The, the um, Pilsners, Golden Hills during the you know in the early in the, in the summer months. Right. So, yeah. Um, you know you just getting fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And success helps, man. If you when you making money when you're doing pretty good because back in the day we couldn't experiment like what whatever we spent our money on had to be right. You know, right. we yeah, like yeah. let me try this. Nah, we trying to get a buzz. <laughs> I know what works. I'm getting that. Right. But as yeah. we got older, we can experiment a little more. Yeah. So, so you guys are touring around the country. You've been to a lot of craft breweries all over the country and you've made beer with a bunch of breweries. And I want to talk a little bit about what got you from sort of the, the, the grow in the palate and, and trying, uh, trying some new things, learning new styles and getting into that to, all right, let's make some beer. Um, actually that came first. Really? <laughs> yeah. We, oh, wow. um, we have a podcast called Nappy Hour, mm-hmm. um, that we were doing uh, a couple years ago. And one of our good friends came through, Robbie, um, with C4 Belts. And Scales would always come with beer <laughs> right. for the beer of the, the, the episode. Mm-hmm. He would say, this is the beer of the day or beer of the episode. And it was, at that specific time, it was Monday Night Bruins beer. Yeah, all right. Uh, and Out so, of Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that beer was there at the end of the episode. The beer of the day, what we're drinking on is this. Got and after it. the show was over, Robbie's like, yo, I know the guy that makes the beer is my, was my roommate in college. Oh, I can wow. easily set up a meeting with them, and um, y'all can go through and holler at them and talk about, you know, whatever. And we was like, yeah, by that time we were drunk. And he <laughs> called them, and they was like, yeah. And so the next day, we was at Monday night chopping it up with them. And that was, um, we, we, had, we had taken some tours through breweries, sure. but that was the one we actually had sat down, said, let's make a beer. And they was like, yes, come back tomorrow, and we'll make it. Wow. A lot of other times we travel, it's so hard to make a beer with someone because you're traveling. Right, right. And in order takes, to make a beer, you just want to be there. Yeah. You know, dump the hops, look at the grains, you know, uh-huh. and, you know, but yeah, when you hang out stuff. and put the mojo in it. So, so that was your front that porch. That was our first one. Front porch pale ale that y'all yeah. made with, with Monday night in Atlanta. And that um, put us on the path to figuring out a, more about beer. Because once we mm. saw the process actually happen. Right. And scales actually shoveled the grains out, you know. After the well, uh, that sucks, man. Isn't that the word? <laughs> I mean, I, I was just so happy to to be able to say I have a beer. You know, right. I was doing whatever. I didn't know how to, we didn't know how to do the other stuff, so mm-hmm. we was happy to contribute by right. doing the um yeah. the, the the heavy work. Yeah, the yeah. dirty work. And they were happy for not to do the dirty work. <laughs> they was like, right. do this, move that, bring it over here, hit this button, <laughs> dump this in right about now, and in fifteen minutes we'll come back and dump another one. And that wow. was what I did. I had to climb up on the ladder and dump the hops in at the, you know, uh-huh. in the in the boil. The boil yeah. process. I think they was tricking us too, getting us to do more than we should. Have. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're th- we're grateful. We're grateful. But, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, and, to- and then we start figuring out the process of beer and what each part and component does and how we can. Yeah, kind of get more involved in it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it's that's that's one of the things that's so interesting about beer is it's a recipe, right? You right. can add some of this and add less of that, and you know, and yeah. and, and yeah. come up with something that your that your own, you know, that you've created, right? Right. right. So some of the other beers that you guys have done, um, you've done some stouts. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kentucky Mud Chocolate South with mm-hmm. Arches Brewery. Yep. Right. Uh, in Georgia, 
And you name that, I guess, from your Kentucky roots, right? Kentucky right. Mud is a song we did on the uh, Wild oh. Chicken and Grits album. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then race. another beer you made was Watermelon Chicken and Grits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously named after that, that plat- multi-platinum album. album. Yep, yep. Uh, and that was, that was in Louisville. Yeah, that against was with the grain. Against the Grain, correct. Right, right. And then you did, the, uh, then you did a Humdinger. The Humdinger was Imperial Rye Stout. Is that that right? was a bourbon barrel stout. Uh, aged for 10 months. Cocoa nibs, uh, vanilla beans wow. from Uganda, and um, that was a phenomenal beer. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> man. That's a, that's a celebration beer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Very complex. Um, that was yeah. with Monday Night as well. That was our second beer with them. Oh, all right, all right. And that was named after your 2008 yeah. record, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All That's right. what good the album and good days on. Yeah, yeah. And you've got a you did a good day IPA, yeah, right? Yeah, we did that with um full circle out of uh Fresno. Fresno, California. I love how this is leading into like you you know, we talking about songs was leading into the next beer. We have a random song in the area. Yeah, we did this too. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of we can speaking break of, down. We just did a we, we skipped some beers, but yeah. <laughs> we skipped yeah, yeah um let's give a proper shout out to um, um what did we leave out? Oh yeah! Oh man, one of my favorite beers Bootlogging. we did was um we did it in Boise, Idaho with Woodland Empire hmm. Bootlogger, uh, and it was it got distributed. It, oh, it was wow. actually distributed in five different markets, and it did really well for us. Yeah, oh, that was looking a, to bring that one back. A pre-prohibition style lager, really? Yeah. Yes. So that was oh. it had a little bit higher ABV than a normal lager, uh, um, but. The cleanliness of that and just making a Northwest, uh, you know, beer yeah. was, you know, as we travel, I think the ability of Nappy Roots, I don't think anyone can do what we do per se, how we do it, because yeah. we travel all the time. We do at least 100 shows a year. We were wow, doing that yeah, since yeah, we were yeah. independent in 2008. And, you right. know, give or take a uh, couple shows or so, but we yeah, average, sure. try to average about 100 shows a year. And our ability to travel and hit a brewery based off of music and then be able to develop a relationship that we can come back eventually. We know we're coming back. Right. And so the ability to come back and time out when we can come back, it's only going to get better as we get more involved in the beer world um, each year because there's 50 states. Yeah. If each state has as many breweries as Georgia or, or the D.C., DMV area, we have enough to walk around in without even getting old or outdated, unlike right. music. So we had, a, we had a great advantage. And if you're a normal brewer, you can't really leave your brewery too often. That's true. To go do other things and collaborations. You're more right, of a right. local brewer with a local mm-hmm. brewery, but to have a, a, a beer in, in Idaho and also have a beer in Georgia or Kentucky or right. have a, a beer in, in Pittsburgh, it's hard to do. Pennsylvania. It, it's you know, hard right. to do. I mean, we talk about, my, my co-host is usually with me on the show, Adam. We talk all the time about like, want, like oh, we should take a trip to someplace and like right. just do beer for a whole weekend. And <laughs> That's pretty it's, cool. It's yeah. hard to do, though. It's it hard to do. I mean, our daughters are going off to college now, that so family? we're both like, high five, <laughs> like, we're out of here. Yeah, yeah that's one of the beauty of, of the, um, the growth in all the breweries, man. You could take a road trip. And just go go find a, a new area and what their beer tastes like. Yeah, yeah, and what and what folks are doing down there. And you too, right. you got Yazoo T-shirts on from Nashville. Love it. Great brewery down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the thing. We are. We can honestly say we're friends with. I don't want to say a number, but so many breweries mm-hmm. across the Quite country. Quite a few. I'm sure yeah. you can. If you name one. We've either heard about it or we've been there. Nice. Or name an area. Or had right. it. Or, yeah. yeah. So okay, well let's let's bring this back down. Y'all are in D.C. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Have you tried any breweries around here that you that that you, that you like? We haven't heard much about DC. Area. Oh, let oh. me tell you. Oh, please, do, please. Do. That's why we're here. All yeah. right. No, there's there's a lot of good stuff. So like if y'all have time while you're here, check out. I'm drinking a stout from a brewery called Atlas, which is about five blocks, four blocks from here. Right. Uh, yeah, down, that's the down, down the streets, a great place. One of the older breweries uh, in town, meaning it's. Six years old, I think. Seven years old. They're doing some great stuff. They sell a lot of beer at uh, at the baseball park too, okay, that's nice. which is cool. Baseball parks bring in a lot of lot of local oh. craft beer. Um, I was at a bar- brewery today called Three Stars, uh, which is the logo of DC has three stars in it. That's mm. where they come from. Uh, they're celebrating their seventh anniversary. They're doing a lot of barrel age stuff. Uh, they do a lot of uh, really inventive. Uh, Sours okay. uh, and stuff like that. They're starting to get more and more into IPAs. Right. Um, there's a brewery, one of my favorite breweries in Silver Spring, Maryland. It's called Silver Branch. They do a lot of great Czech and German pilsners and lagers. And like half a mile away is this brewery called Astro Lab. Uh, right. And they're doing some amazing hazy uh, nice. and, and double dry hopped IPAs, mm. which is just great because it's just like you just go to one. You're like, okay, I'll have some pills. I'll drink three or four pilsners because it's four and a half percent alcohol and I can hang out for a while and then I'm going to walk down and start Man, going well, up in gravity at the IPAs. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm back on the Pilsners. Making the, the uh, boot lager with mm-hmm. Woolen Empire kind of set me on, set us on another path, you know, of learning what's a good traditional beer. Like, we've tried all these different flavors all over, from sours, Berliner Weisses, Hefeweizens. Now I'm kind of on the path on... How well do you make a good pilsner? That tells yeah. me a lot about you. Bro. It's hard, man. To it's really, not as easy, it's, yeah. uh, people are like, "Oh, loggers and pilsners are like no. they're so basic." But man, they're you get those nah, right. It takes work. Yeah, yeah. even you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, man, definitely. Well, you got something else going on uh, as part of your uh, uh, explorations into craft beer that y'all are doing around the country that I heard a little bit about. I hope you can tell me some more. So, a little while back, uh, you put out a record called 40 Acres," right? Yeah, it was, a, it was an album. Ind- uh, yeah, independent, independent, right? Yep. Uh, and I heard something about you taking that concept, combining it with beer, taking the music, combining it with video, and doing some interesting stuff. Can y'all tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, we can speak a little bit about it. Um, 40 Acres and a Brew is something we've been developing, working with a few people close to us. Um, a good friend of ours, producer Adaway Blake, who helped us make the 40 Acres projects um, and another 40 Acres um, saw fit that he, you know, wanted to help us try to put together a cool idea about Nappy Roots exploits into the beer world and try to put it to a little bit of music as well. And so we came with 40 Acres in a Brew. It's just pretty much Nappy Roots <laughs> riding around the country drinking beer. And um, as we try to get Atlantucky into an actual brick and mortar, um, you kind of get the travels and exploits of us, you know, coming and going and learning about the process. So you're going to get us making beer with some of our... our collaborative partners mm-hmm. all across the country. Nice. You're going to get us um, working and brewing beer out of our own Atlantucky, um, which is headquarters right now in Hapeville, Georgia. You're in, gonna, in where? Hapeville. Hapeville, okay. Yeah, Hapeville, Georgia, where we did our uh, Kentucky Mud. All You're right. going to um, get us, you know, as Nappy Roots coming and going on tour um, and what we do as Nappy Roots on a daily basis when we travel and promote the projects and music. Um, but you really, really, you really won't get Nappy Roots in the studio or on stage. When this is not like a comeback TV show, this right, is Nappy right, Roots right. going to a, a new venture, and we right. drink beer and we love it. 
Yeah. And so, you know, you'll hear the music, you know, we're, we'll make new music to go along with the, the, the songs. You know, we're very into the licensing world. So sure. you hear a lot of our music in, in movies and television shows and, and, you know, check out. But there's a show about you guys, your love of beer, making beer. And then trying to build a brewery. All right. So, you know, season two and season three, if we're lucky enough, will show mm-hmm. us actually in the brewery and, you know, trying to get a brewery started, trying to get a loan, you know, mm-hmm. the business it's, plan and, yeah, yeah. and going work, through right? licensing issues. And, yeah. you know, so if you're a brewer trying to get started, this to show you how hard it is or why I'm in it or why I don't want to get into it, you know. <laughs> right. And, you know, right. so our goal is to have a brewery by the end of 2020. All right. And right now we're doing contract brews and, you know, kind of a gypsy nano brewery. Yeah. But we do have plans to have a 10 BBL system um, with some 20 BBL fermenters. Brewing nice. several times a week with our own location uh, brewery. So the only place you can get it is at our spot. But right. we have our collaborative beers out there in the world where you can get those if you travel. So it's going to be fun, man. And we're going to just put it out on camera. That's awesome, man. And, and show the world this is you know who we are. I'm excited yeah. about that. Well, hold up, hold up, bro. Right, for, huh? you, <laughs> for you to be a beer guy, a craft beer guy, that was a terrible pull. I know, I know. A terrible pull. <laughs> it was, a, it was an awful like, pull. Is that your first Maybe beer? It's a glass. <laughs> it's not actual beer glass. It's, it's, a, it's, it's also, not okay. It's a bad glass. No, we'll let it slide. No, no, no. He did it though too. It's yeah, so, but yeah, no, no you're totally right. He, and, and I and I, I earned that. I, earned, I did get excited. I, uh, <laughs> this is fun. This is so we're. We, I'm, I'm drinking. I haven't had a sip yet because it was a shitty pour, and I'm letting it breathe a little bit. Uh, this is bluegrass stained. Yep. From this is this is nappy roots, 100 percent, right? Or dancing gnome collaboration. Uh, uh, out of dancing Pittsburgh. Dancing gnome. Yeah. I never heard of dancing gnome. Yeah, they're out, out of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. All yeah. right. We All were right. at the um. Uh, Fresh Fest yesterday. Oh, how was Fresh Fest? It was amazing, man. It was amazing. Oh, man. If you were, uh, I feel like it was like a Disney World <laughs> trip. I haven't been this excited around people and having fun amongst, I don't like being around a lot of people. Yeah. But yesterday I felt comfortable being around that many people and it was that much beer. And I was drinking this all day. I was drinking my beer. I was, they, they was giving it to me. I was just passing out to everybody. So I was having the time of my life. Yeah, it was, it was And then smart. we got to perform at the end of the night and eat good uh, food truck food and wow. everything. So. Man, okay, that's my, really nice. It was packed. Um, thank you, thank you, bro. So yeah, that's a American Ale? It's a no, double IPA. Yeah, yeah. It says American Ale on this can. Does but it? I was going to say it. That's why I was like, American yeah, Ale? Yes. <laughs> that is a double, a double, oh, double IPA. Mm. This is 8.5%. So, There's a lot of flavor in this. A double man. APA. Yes. Maybe I say it double like that. <laughs> I like that, American Ale. Okay. Well, you know, I think they're using APA, yeah, mm-hmm. instead of Indian or... Right. Indian Pale Ale, or what's the other word? What's the I stand for? India. India, India Pale Ale. I've heard it used differently, and, and it's, too. It, well, it's... It, what's the story? What? So, so this is a story that I know about this, so that'll be quick. So, so the India Pale Ale started as basically pale ales that were, that were coming out of, out of the Britain, getting moved out to India, and, they, and then they used a shit ton of hops... To, because hops are preservatives, and they had to ship the beer on boats from England to India back when England was being all colonial and shit. Mm. And uh, so that's where that sort of super hoppy, bitter, not not hop flavor, but that super bitter thing came in as they just had to super hop these beers. And so right. those really, really bitter beers were India pale ales. And then, you know, people in California started making them. Right. And now I don't, I don't get that. Like, like you know... I don't know why people still call these things IPAs. Right. Because like right. you get a, you get a mango hazy exactly. IPA thing that's not an India Pale Ale. So and that's what I was thing. saying. I heard a, a company before just try to switch it. Yeah. I, I want to say and it wasn't it, they used the I differently, but 
Yeah. It's not important. The, the independent yeah. pale ale? In, yeah, it wasn't independent, but it was. It'll come to. Me. I feel like it's just, just the My, style that just gets kind of clumped in yeah. for it's, a bunch it, of different it, things. It, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's a. It, I'm getting we're getting petty now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, but Moving it's like on. you call it a pale ale, and you can do anything you want with a pale ale. But right. I, I think people call things IPAs that shouldn't be called IPAs. But yeah, I agree. That's just me. I that's agree. just me. But this is a fine beer. It's uh, it's actually yeah, and this company makes a triple IPA, which I had Ooh. never heard of. So we, we went there and did it. <laughs> and uh, man, they sent us, <laughs> they, they sent us home with about a case of it, and we still got some of them. I mean, yeah. we're just going to drink, you know what I'm saying? Like, to kill them. We, we've been passing out like, like we've been doing now. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to drink those in small. We, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we Adam, my, my co host that I've been talking about, what we call uh, beer math now. You got to be like, okay, I'm going to be, I got to be drinking for this many hours, so I got to <laughs> like, I got to count my ABVs mm, and much. add that up and make sure I can yeah, make it through. Yeah, you got to put some food in between there, <laughs> right, some, exactly. some with some bread. It's all that beer math. Because it's yeah, for a while, water. it's like everywhere we went, it was like the lowest thing you could find was 7.5% alcohol. It's like, I, you know, You're I drink two pints of that and that's it for me, you yeah. know. Yeah, man. I'm not doing anything else that day and you know, I got shit to do. So. <laughs> nah, we found a day drink and it's very hard to do. So yeah. Either you're going to go all the way in or you're going to just kind of take it incrementally as mm-hmm. you go throughout the day and just do like the lighter beers during the day and ran- ranching it out when the sun starts right, to go down. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Start with those pilsners and the lagers and hit the four and a yeah. halves and stuff like that. All right, all right. We're getting... <laughs> drink, drink, drink. <laughs> well said, sir. Get drunk responsibly. So, okay, everybody got a style that you like? You talked earlier about how everybody had their own thing. I want to hear yeah. what everybody's styles are. Mine is actually the, the double IPAs. You know, I, I, I kind of like the smell of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I look for a nice peppered beer if you got one. You like a pepper beer? Yeah. All right, that's skinny. So you like you yeah. like pepper beer? Not, right. I'm, I'm more of the, sort of the flavor of the beer. I've had like even with uh, Monday night, the Serrano eye patches would really got me excited about craft mm. beer when they f- fucked up a batch of their uh, eye patch <laughs> and they threw Serrano peppers in, it. and I was like, wow, you can do that with beer. <sighs> and then um, I had a. Um, one of my good friends in, or my beer friends, I would say, uh, owns White Squirrel Brewery in Bowling Green. Mm. Has a jalapeno Kolsch. That's where y'all went to college, right? Yeah. Bowling Green. Okay. Yeah. He has a jalapeno Kolsch that's really amazing. A jalapeno Kolsch. Yeah. There's no heat. It's just the flavor, the green of the, uh. um, the jalapeno, man. I mean, yeah. And it's it's amazing, man. And I, every time oh. I go there, that's what I get, and that's what I look for. Wait, I gotta write that down again. And I actually made a, uh, a few pepper beers myself in our um, Atlantucky brewery that I, I'm actually. Uh, Happy that it, how how the end result was really yeah so all right I gotta tell you I I'll, I gotta I'm gonna get y'all's emails because I'm gonna send you the best beer I ever made and I don't brew mm. much anymore um but for a while I was brewing and the best beer I ever made was this mesquite smoked habanero yeah man uh, brown ale that was you got my attention it, <laughs> it, like, it was like barbecue smoke too a smoke a good smoke beer yeah oh. yeah, yeah but not too smoky I love but it's yeah beer. I want to get the recipe after after this that's man. interesting yeah. yeah yeah it was it was good and then we moved houses and I could never get it the same because I could mm. never get the temperature right in the house and so I haven't made it yeah. since but uh but I'll send you that recipe all right we got who who we miss well yeah go ahead Clint. With me doing um, promoting and pushing for the drinking season, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with this bluegrass thing. Right <laughs> <now. laughs> it's that's delicious. Your favorite beer. And the label's right like now. a birch bark thing. That's just it's just really cool and it's delicious. Yeah. Man. I like it, man. It came yeah. out really good. A we're good hazy. In the summer, we're, we're going into fall. So, yeah. Um, this is, this is it's a dapper, a double American. Yeah. Uh, dapper, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm, <laughs> this scales, um, I like them all, but if I had to choose one, I would go with the stouts. Yeah. I would have to pick a stout. I like you a can nice do a lot too. with it. You can and, go strong, light, chocolatey, coffee. You know, you can play with it. Our uh, Kentucky Mud was actually, a, uh, it was like a chocolate milkshake. It was a milk nitro milk. stout. Oh, nice. Nice. And, was, and we had the cocoa nibs in there. And I think they threw a little bit of vanilla beans in there as well. But it was very, 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 very smooth. All right. And it was uh, probably one of the better styles. The Humdinger uh, was his own good. style. I can't say it was <laughs> better than the Humdinger because the Humdinger was a bourbon barrel aged, Kentucky bourbon barrel aged out. So it had its own qualities that, you know, stood out. But yeah. our uh, Kentucky mud in regards to stouts. I love that beer. Wow. Very memorable. We're trying to get it to Candace, uh fall too so hopefully we can so they that. still making it is, is y'all still making it still can people get it at arches uh not right now but again they're going to come back and do a rebrew okay. um for the fall nice um i think we released that in february of this, yeah. this year this year and so yeah. i'm trying to get them we were supposed to do a festival in hapeville mm-hmm. um i don't know how it's working out yet but um if i can get them to, re- to redo that this october in cans i think we'll get it to last a little longer we'll put it we did that on the on the three bbs system yeah. it's on tap only um mm-hmm. release but this time, I think we're going to move it up to the, the 20 and, and do a canning. I don't know about the nitro part, but it'll still have, um, you know, the yeah. ability to travel. Right, right, right. And that's and what we're trying be, to do with our be beers. That would be better seasonal, you know, come out, come out with that then, you know, at that time of year. So what else you got? You got other, you got a, other beers y'all are working yeah. on, recipes you're working on, For brews sure, you're working on? Uh, we have a, um, uh, good people in Birmingham. We're All doing right. our collaboration with them. Yeah. Um, That's my hometown. The, for Shout the, out um, to be him. For the uh, Hop City, their anniversary All is right. coming up in October. And so we're collaborating with um, good people to do a beer for them. And we're performing at their other brewery, Avondale, oh, on October man. 6th. They have a dope-ass uh, performance you area. Like Aven- you like Avondale? Uh-huh. So uh, Avondale... You said is, that... Uh, it, 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 <laughs> I said, the, the reason I said that is, like, you know, I grew up in Birmingham. Uh, I left when I was 21 and never went back. <laughs> but... Uh, I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I grew up in Birmingham in the Birmingham. 70s. <laughs> like, it's not a, necessarily oh, a great place to be, right? But it was... Uh, but Avondale was not a neighborhood that, like... Like, we drove through Av- Avondale to get to my grandma's house. And it was like... I could just, like, oh. tighten up. Whatever. And now it's just... It's rocking. It is such an awesome place. Yeah, I love going down there. And, like... Uh, uh, they're doing. It's just. It's just gotten to be such a cool neighborhood, and I, and and I try to spend time down there every time I get back. And now so, my daughter's going to school down there. Uh, I'm gonna get to Birmingham a lot more. So nice. Yes. We uh, also um, have a beer we're working with, with D9 out of Charlotte. All right. Um, that we'll be having to. Um, I think we're brewing that this fall as well. Okay. We've been pretty busy this year though in regards to touring and making beer. And our goal was like you know, and when this we started it was like you know we want to do no more than four collaborations a year. You know. Really? And it sounds easy yeah. to do one every month because we travel so much. Mm-hmm. But give it the to give each one the attention. Right, 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 um, right. You know, and we had that problem when we released the Waterman Chicken and Grits with mm-hmm. the Humdinger. They kind of overlapped, and we weren't oh. able to promote one the right way versus yeah, the yeah, other. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, listen, though, I do want to add that, you know, the brews, the beers end up selling out. Like, anything that we take in the can and, and put out there, For sure. mm-hmm. they sell out. You know, and then that's, that's with Woodland, that's with Watermelon Chicken and Grits. Uh, this bluegrass stain is doing very well in in the yeah. uh, in dancing known brewery as yep. well as for know, sure. Have, so that's know, selling good in Pittsburgh. Yeah, man. Well. And um, any brewers out there who want to do a collaboration with that brews, man, we would love to love to holler at you. I'm going to talk to some brewers about that. Yeah, man. The DC area is wide open for us. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah, that's yeah. the thing we don't want to overlap. So 
but Georgia is different because we kind of lived there. Right. With Atlanta and and Arch is kind of. I mean, uh, Monday night and Arch is kind of being close, but the ability to work with again adult brewery in every state or in every market or every, almost almost in every city, but that's a lot. Yeah, but there's yeah. fifty states. It's and hard, and y'all y'all clearly care about the beer, so this is not right. just a licensing. It's nah, not just man. like, oh yeah, we'll do a collab, no, no, and then they make a beer and you put your name we're on. We're sending you our thing. recipe, possibly. Right. Yeah, uh, if yeah. The, if the conversation allows it, what recipe? Because we're taking the beers that we made in our brewery and we just mm-hmm. scale them up. Yeah. Right. So yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. beers that yeah, we, we made, we bought. We this is the recipe. Right. It's good already. Yeah. To yeah. Our yeah. I want to make sure listeners standards. understand that that this is right. like you guys are you guys are developing recipes. This at is home, you guys yeah. are brewing yeah. beer at home and going. Okay, this is a good one. Let's take this to yeah. To, to this brewery, that brewery, and let's let's brew this right. scale. It went well right. here yeah. for us, and yeah. then let's yeah. take it here because you know yeah. this will go good. We're brewing a lot in the garage, man. Um, yeah. For the past year and a half. We've tried all kind of beers, recipes, so we we're totally code, into so. the process. Yeah, we're working on the Sabco. Um, thanks to Monday Night Brewing, they they gave us their first um, system that they started the, the brewery with. And they gave that to y'all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We just kept going over to ask some questions <laughs> <laughs> about yeah, how. So say you got this going on, and what temperature does this need to be? And it's like, look, man, we're about to clean up right. this whole area. You guys can get our um, system. As, you know, it was literally sitting in the corner collecting dust, dust and they yeah. just disrespecting But they knew um, we wasn't, um, we were serious. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah, was yeah. literally coming, asking a million questions. And we were drinking man. all the beers. They probably figured that if we yeah. just give them this, <laughs> they'll stay away long drink. enough to not drink all the beer. <laughs> Well, that's that's awesome, man. And so that gives us the repeatability of the yeah. beers. We made over fifteen on our own, and he mm-hmm. said we travel a lot, so it's yeah. very. This year has been very difficult for us to make the beer we wanted to, but the collaborations have allowed us to still continue to put our our flex on and still, you know, dump the hops or, yeah. or milling the grains or whatever. So, but yeah, with our Sabco setup, we're able to do you know ten gallon batches at a time. That's great. Without you know, we have several different fermenters that we have to we can ferment up to 20 gallons at a time what's the craziest thing y'all ever did on that system shit um strawberry shortcake it wasn't hard to make though it wasn't too crazy it wasn't too complex it was our first time using lactose Uh, um and that so that was interesting that was fun um getting the lactose sugar ready for the brew uh but um, we've done a lot like we've tried everything we've messed up a lot of batches (laughs) um it's been fun man that's really that's great. Uh, my Red Hot Skinny Pepper was had some 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 tweaks and things that we had to do to it, monitor it. Red Hot it, Skinny but, um, Pepper. That's a great freaking name. Uh, I, know, I, don't, I don't know if they're, they're gonna let me clear it or not, but um, I'm working on it. I'm on version four right now of it, to where I'm switching out different peppers and I try use, the habaneros, man. I'm I, telling you, yeah. They had a lot I, of I was using mm. I was using Japone chilies, and we do have some habaneros yeah. actually mm-hmm. sitting there waiting for us to um, crack into. So. Oh man, okay, y'all. I could talk. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about this all day long. I know too. y'all got stuff to do. You got to go on stage in a little while, and you got you got some other stuff you got to do. Listen, thank y'all so much man, for talking it, to me and talking to the DC Beer Show. I thank really, you. really appreciate this. Uh, this has been great fun. I hope when y'all come back to town, we'll get together again, for talk sure. some more about beer. Uh, for all you listeners out there. Um, Make sure that you check out what's going on with Nappy Roots. You can find them at Nappy Roots on all the social medias. Sure. Nappyroots.com. Yep. And also follow Atlantucky too. Mm-hmm. Atlantucky on Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. all that stuff to find out what's going on with yep. the brewery. Don't forget, DCBeer.com has all the information you ever need about what's going on in the DC craft beer scene. You can follow us on all the social medias at DCBeer. Thanks to each and every one of you. <laughs> Dope, you. man. Thank, Thank y'all. Right. Thanks, y'all. Thank y'all, Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all.